All right, all you RYP radio listeners. Uh, we've got a special guest in, on the line here today. He couldn't come to the studio, but I did hunt him down and get him on the phone. Um, a lot of you have heard me interview the uh, kids that come up for spring training and some of them that were here for the Youth Nationals, and, and there seems to be one resounding theme, and that's most of them were trained by a guy named Bill Markham. And that's who I got on the line today, and uh, he's all the way from Colorado. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing great. A little warm out here right now, but hey, that's part of the nature. Yeah, it is. I think it's warm everywhere about this time of year. But, uh, you know, what, what I'd like to do is just visit with you a while and find out exactly how you got into trials, how you were introduced to it, and, uh, you know, kind of your background. So, well, I didn't get on a motorcycle until I was 30. And... Uh, then I rode it a while on the street, and then I went into the dirt with it. It was a Suzuki 250. And uh, then a good friend of mine, he was one of my customers, and uh, uh, says, when he heard I had a motorcycle, he says, well, you need to start riding trials. Well, what is trials? Well, I found out real quick. It wasn't an easy sport. I always liked going slow. I didn't like fast. So he introduced me to it. His name was Bob Grove out of Southern California. He called it International Trials Association out of Saddleback Park. And uh, so I went there and started riding. And then uh, he needed some help on laying out the sections and then always did a little bit of training before each event. And we had an event the first and third Sunday of every month except December. So it was 22 events a year we were putting on. And that's really where I got introduced to trials and part of the technique of laying out sections and working with people. So you helped put these on. You didn't just participate in them. You actually... Right. Well, I'd uh, participate in uh, uh, once I got involved in the American Trial Association, but mainly it was... Uh, doing that at Saddleback Park and and working with a lot of the youngsters and first-time riders, and we were getting 80 to 100 riders at every event. And any idea what year that was? That started, that had been in about 1975. And then uh, you, you rode trials, I guess. Did you ever compete in trials? Yes, I did compete. I never was a real hotshot rider. I just enjoyed it. Because I figure, well, you know, I got to go to work tomorrow. I got a family to take <laughs> care of, and and I, I never was a hot shot rider. I just enjoyed the sport and the camaraderie that there is in the trials community. And um, I did compete uh, in the local level in the ATA uh, series, American Trial Association, and uh, got first place in the Senior B one year. And uh, but. Uh, I just enjoyed riding. If I did well, fine. If I didn't, it was no big deal. So you, you mentioned you had to go to work on Mondays. What what job were you doing back then? What uh, was your day my job? My regular work? I uh, worked for a heating and air, air conditioning wholesale supply house for 35 years. So you were inside or outside? I was inside all the time. Okay, inside sales. Wow. So so you did trials for fun on, on the weekend, and you helped put all these events on. And that was in the early 70s. What, what happened through the 80s and 90s? Well, I got, uh, I got involved in, uh, in, oh, in the ATA and, and helping them. In fact, they invited me to one of their meetings, 
and ask them, you know, how do you get so many writers at at the International Trials Association? And uh, I said, well, I can tell you real quick what your problem is. You don't cater to the beginner writer. So they started making the loop a little easier and eased up on the section because if it's too difficult, people aren't going to come back. And uh, so I got involved in that and uh, promotion of trials and got burnt out in 1983 and got into 4x4 four four truck pulls and mud bogs and burn a big hole in my wallet. And <laughs> then in 93, I come back to trials and uh, they wanted me to get involved in uh, in helping with doing things. And I said, just leave me alone. I want to ride. That's all I want to do. I just want to ride. Well, that didn't last very long. <laughs> very long at all so then in uh, i i rode a few of the events and then got involved uh, with the ata again and uh, then in 1999 is when i started international trial school now I, this its is what the the kids keep talking about because as yep. i'm interviewing them they say well i got into trials because of mr bill and his its series and you know we'd ride every week and blah 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 and and it's just so you started that in 99 from yep. nothing, just an idea. Yeah, yeah, well, where I got the idea again, about a, the year before that, uh, I was up at Big Bear, and we had an event. And there was a gentleman about 45 years old, and uh, he said, Bill, this is no fun. I'm beating myself on the, on the loop, I says, and I, uh, I just, the sections are beating me up. And I watched him, and I said, well... You got one major problem. You're not riding the motorcycle. The motorcycle's riding you. You don't know how to control it. You don't know how to make it do what it's supposed to do, so it makes it easier on you. Make it do the work. So I said, you know, I need to start up school again. So I did, and, uh, and of course I'd gotten that idea from Bob Grove back in the early 70s, and uh, started doing some training, and then started putting on events after their training class. And it just grew from there to where I was putting about 18 events on a year. They were only just five-section events, but Saturday, uh, we'd uh, start Saturday about 5 o'clock during the summertime, and during the wintertime, it'd be Saturday at 1 o'clock. So these kids that were riding, you know, 18 of those events and then 10 of the ATA events, they were riding a lot of events. And it just started growing from there. And, uh, of course, being in the L.A. metropolitan area, I had a big area to draw from. Well, where did you have these events? I mean, you know, these events, people, I people are always struggling to get property and, you know, they're needing, you know, a 1,000 acres or whatever. What, where did you have it? Well, I was on about 10 acres. It was at a motocross track called Paris Raceway out in Paris, California, and I only had about 10 acres. And it had a lot of rocks on it and uh, some hills and, and there some down trees and stuff. And I put on events and training there for five years. And, and, and over five years, what was your... What was the attendance like at the first one, and what was it like towards the end? Uh, the attendance at the first one was three people. 
And at the end, well, after five years there, then I went for three years to a 50 acres of that was nothing but rock. And one of the guys says, well, we should call this trials land. And that's where it uh, um, grew more and more there. I was getting between 50 and 60 riders at an event without even promoting the landowner just wanted to take it easy at first and and it just grew from there and the uh uh i didn't care when we did a like for the young kids that are come out that are four or five or six years old and would set up separate sections for them if there was one youngster in that we still had had an event for them and then they'd tell their friends and then next time it might be two or three or it might be five but if you just that's the problem I see today is some people will set up sections for the kids, for the youngsters, but they won't keep doing it continually. If one time one person's come, well, this is too much work. And <laughs> oh, they don't continue it. But if you don't continue it, it isn't going to grow. Yeah, and I've seen your tenacity at things. It seems like you, you will stick with something and, and make it work, even if it's not working at first. Yeah. Well, you have to find out if it's going to work or not. You don't just try it one time. And that's the other thing that helped the sport there in California is I made some um, out of uh, electrical spools, uh, a couple of friends of mine, and we made some trials demo obstacles and some small stuff and a teeter-totter, and uh, we would go do demos a lot. I'd probably do five, six demos a year. Well, people say, yeah, I seen you two years ago. Well, if you just do it once and you don't get maybe one person, well, that's too much work. You have to continue on with it if you're going to make it grow. Yeah, that's and like I like say, it, you, it seems yeah, like you're you really go good at it. a race and you don't do well the first time, do you give up? No, you keep trying till you can get it solved. Well, these events that you were putting on were definitely attracting some people towards end, and, and I know there's... Uh, at least six or seven kids I've interviewed, a couple of them being the current pros of Eric Storrs and Andrew Oldar, who who were directly attributing their their time and trials to, uh, you know, coming through your series there. Another kid that's here locally that, that used to live by Chase Harker did the same thing. So you were affecting all these kids as as they when they were younger. I know you made even a training DVD that featured some of the kids in it. Um, you know, all that effort came from somewhere. I mean, what really created that effort and, and that drive? Was it just helping the kids or helping the sport or something to do? Well, I enjoy working with people. I mean, that's in the business that I was in. I was in sales and management, and I worked with people, and I enjoyed trying to help people and solve their problems and give them good service. And it's the same way with the trials industry, uh, that the only way it's going to grow is you got to keep having people turn over because some of these kids are going to get married pretty quick, and then they're going to have youngsters. Well, a lot of them have, and they've, uh, their youngsters are back into trials now. And I've worked with two generations, and I'm hoping to work with a third here before too long of one of these kids gets married and has some kids, then I can work with them. <laughs> but uh, what really has uh, made it grow for me is I just like working with kids. I had a tough life when I was growing up and uh, 
being a kid and uh so i thought you know kids got to have something to do they got to be involved in something that they enjoy or they're going to get in get in other kind of trouble and uh, i don't want to see that and i have one other big goal and that's to see another world champion out of the u.s i seen uh, bernie schreiber do it and when he was starting out and they didn't have little bikes, and he's on a big bike, and people would, you know, they'd run along beside him. He'd start to fall down, and then they'd grab his bike. And uh, he went on to become a world uh, champion. And uh, before I kick the bucket, you say, well, I would like to see another world champion out of the U.S., and I don't care if it's from the east, the west, or midwest, or where the youngster's from. Well, uh, just hope that happens. And some nice young kids are coming up. Well, I know you've uh, put a lot of effort into it, and we definitely have the uh, the the kids in in the uh, pro class and in the national series now. That looks like you know maybe we'll have some kind of force in the world coming up. But but your time didn't just end with with the ITS series there in California, because you eventually moved away from California. You uh, started doing the youth events at at every NATC national this was at least three four years ago I know know you uh, moved out on that that effort tell us a little bit about that well yeah in uh, it had been in 04 I rode the national always wanted to ride a nationals just to say that I've ridden one so I rode one uh, rode the series in 04 and uh, I got fourth place in my class of course I was competing against Billy DeGarris and Dale Malazic which uh, my odds weren't too good there, <laughs> but uh, it, it, I met a lot of neat people that year in '04, and uh, I could have got third if I'd have went to Vermont, but that'd have cost me a thousand bucks. I figured just to move up one place, so I decided not to do that. But in '04, in fact, in Colorado, is where that really started for me uh, when uh, Ryan Young, who started the youth movement. In fact, that was in 1999, if my memory's right. And uh, he seen the need for having youngsters and getting them involved. But with him trying to run his business and uh, do that too, and I helped him a couple times, and then he finally said at Colorado, he says, Bill, you want to take this over? I says, I'd love to. So that's how it grew from there. I started going to all the nationals in 05 and setting up the youth sections and uh, working with the kids and doing training with them and so that's been going on for seven years now this is my seventh year this year yeah and i know that's that's been growing and growing every year and we've seen uh, kids that that you ran through your uh, your little series in 05 they're now national riders and and doing very very well and and they they again mention you as one of their 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 real reasons that they're in the sport. Mm-hmm. So you've influenced a, a ton of people, and then we peel this onion a little further, and then there's the West Coast Youth Nationals, that started out with uh, Trials Training Center putting on a youth national there, and I guess you went out there and and drug a few of the kids from the West Coast out there. I remember seeing you out there uh, many years, uh, hauling you know. 10, 10 or so bikes out there for other kids. And then you started putting on your own uh, what was called the West Coast Youth Nationals soon thereafter. Yeah, the uh, that was what really helped. It's good for the youngsters to go to a different area, the ones that are 
that have the potential and really enjoy the sport to go to a different area and ride different terrain. And uh, uh, I think every club should work on that to take them, uh, the Midwest youngsters and the ones from the on the west to go to the east, and same way with the east to come out west. And one way to do that is at all our local events and my ITS events, we would have um, some women got together and they would cook up hot dogs and have some chips and some drinks. So, and the proceeds that were made off of that, and we'd do little fundraisers and we would do little demos and things and raise money. In one year, the one year I know we took six kids back, each youngster got uh, $600. And then one year we took 10 kids back. And uh, so every year we had a group of kids going back. I think I did that for about six years straight. And uh, yeah, and you did all the driving and hauling the bikes out there, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, we got in a 12-foot enclosed trailer, uh, we'd get 12 motorcycles, all the gear, um, all the fuel. Well, we took fuel cans. We didn't fill it up till we got there. But uh, I think that trailer was a little bit overloaded, but we had a, we had a lot of fun and uh, really enjoyed it. So to say that you've been an influence on trials over the last uh, four decades is probably an understatement. Well, I think I'm just there and, and I enjoy it, and I'm glad I'm able to do it. It's, it's tough for somebody to do what I do, not because I do it, but because, you know, I'm retired and it's just me, and, and I have the time and the effort to uh, put into it. And my job, I was able to... You know, take off a little early from work once in a while and, uh, you know, go lay the sections out and uh, then work with the kids on the weekend. And that, uh, and was neat. Uh, well, my son and I both got into it. My son got involved in it, and we would go to all the events a lot and stuff. And, uh, of course, like any youngster, pretty quick, he's beaten Dad, and that didn't take very long. And so, But then he's uh, he got married and... and is involved in other things today so he uh, still likes the sport and likes to hear all about it but he's not involved in it yeah and it's had to be amazing for you to watch some of these kids like uh andrew oldar eric stores work they their way up through local trials to where they're winning those to starting to go to nationals to where they win some championships there and then actually end up in the pro class the the top of our sport to represent and you know you have been with them every step of the way yeah yeah well it that's what's you know made it very worthwhile is to see the youngsters that i worked with when they were young and now they're doing very well and i'm very proud of and now you're in colorado and i'm sure they got a good youth program there yeah unfortunately i've been busy doing a lot of things and haven't had the chance to really work with them a lot but i'm going to work on that in uh, uh 2012 and uh really start working with the youngsters here and and also uh new mexico they've got a good uh, youth movement and i go down to them uh, some of their events and work with the, their youngsters and if anybody out there that's listened to this if you want to know how to get youth involved and and how to easily lay out the sections, uh, 
just give me a call. I'll I'd be glad to talk to you and give you some pointers because that's what we need to do all across the United States is really work with the youth. If for nothing else is, um, you know, we teach our kids to walk and talk, and we send them to school and we prepare them for life, but at 16 we put them behind a deadly weapon. And one way to solve that problem is have them on a motorized vehicle when they're growing up. And uh, I, I don't care whether it's a trials bike or dirt bike or ATV. If they're on a motorized vehicle, they're learning that, you know, you can't slam on the brake and not have a problem <laughs> or go too fast around a corner. It uh, mentally prepares them for that time when they do get behind a motorized vehicle. Absolutely. So, so uh, you're there. You're there in Colorado, and uh, you're already making plans for the future. I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about 2012, I know the the trials community uh, couldn't thank you enough for all the the work and effort you've put into this sport. And uh, going forward, you're you're one of the rare people that we find that that puts a whole lot more in than they ever take out. And if there was some way to clone you, I think the sport would be better off because of it. Unfortunately, there's only one Bill Markham. Well, thank you, Brad. I really appreciate that, and and I really appreciate your support and everybody's support out there that's uh, helped me with that. I was fortunately able to have a lot more support this season in the, the national events and that, and I'm looking to work a little bit more on that harder uh, next year. And I'm going to do this till I can't do it no more. Well, well, we all hope that's a very, very long time, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of your, your personal life, uh, you're, you're now, you're all settled in Colorado. Is that your last move? Are you going to hang around there? Oh, they're going to, I've already told my daughter I wanted to be cremated, and I'm in the process right now of building a little training center in my backyard here. And uh, I says, my ashes, that's where they're going to go. I'm not going to move again. So you want all these kids riding over you for years to come? You betcha. <laughs> well, well, it's great to to hear that things are going well and that you're settled and that we're not gonna gonna have uh, the uh, that we're gonna have you around for a long time here to do the youth series. That you're that serious about it, and I know the NATC has supported you along the way with the with the series and and uh, you know with their support we we pull this off at every every national. And I guess the local clubs help you a lot when you go in there to put on the... the uh, yes, they do, and uh, it's getting better and better every year. They're, they're starting to find out kind of what the requirement is and kind of what area that I need. And, and uh, some of them, if they have the opportunity, they have the area all cleaned out when I show up, and then all I have to do is lay the sections out. And that's muchly appreciated big time. And if somebody wants to make a donation to the youth uh, series there, where do they go to? they go to the NATC site or your site? Is there a uh, No, site? what they do is they can go to my site, uh, which now is uh, itsoffroad.com. ITSoffroad.com, all one word? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and the reason I'm doing the off-road part is I've had a lot of people come out and they want to start they want to do trail riding, but they want to learn the basics of trials to help them out. So that is uh, attracting a few more people that way by calling it it's off-road. Because a lot of them say, well, no way I can ride trials. You guys are, you know, you're crazy. <laughs> but uh, they 
they got to start somewhere, and uh, and that's what I try to work with them is just on the basics. I can't do any of the stuff I used to do years ago anymore, but uh, I can talk a good uh, line and get you involved in it. But once they get through the basics, then they then they can work with other people and grow in the sport. Well, is there anybody you'd like to shout out to here or thank before we wrap things up? Well, I'd like to thank all the youngsters, and I mean, I there's many of them out there. And, well, we uh, we know that. <laughs> and uh, thanks for riding well, and uh, makes me proud. Well, like I say, the whole trials community should be thankful to you, and I know know they are, and. Uh, we really appreciate all the effort you put into things and, and uh, seeing that effort continue event after event. I've always been amazed the energy that you put behind things and how you get people charged up and, and rallied around the, uh, the youth movement there. And, uh, I, well, I would like to mention uh, also uh, Lewis Bort. He, um, he gave me a lot of pointers when I was up there for a couple years in uh, northern california and adrian uh, anytime i call and ask for some advice on certain things he's been very helpful and him and, him and mandy both they've been uh, real good to me and well everybody has in the uh, trials community they've always when i've asked for help they've always uh, been there and uh, that's muchly appreciated yeah it was adrian and mandy lewis they run lewissportusa.com that's uh, run out of california they sell accessories and trials motorcycles mm-hmm all right, well, we appreciate the time. We've almost been on the line here a half hour. It seems like 10 minutes, but it's been yeah. almost a half hour now. And uh, we really appreciate the time, Bill, and letting us know, you know, look a little bit into the life of Bill Markham. Well, really uh, appreciate it, and, and I'd just like to say to everybody out there, the way you're going to ride better is practice, and don't forget the basics. And, and that is advice from the man, Bill Markham. Thanks again, Bill, and uh, we'll catch you out on the loop. All righty, Brad. Thank you very much.